a Lifetime original podcast. Now, how do you spell Jabberwocky? Well, they spell it like their fun way. They're like, I think it's like Jabba, W-O-C-K. No. You know what I mean? Like, they're having fun. And I spell it Jabba Walkie. <laughs> I love a Lifetime movie. Knife in one hand, sage in the other. I'm just like, I'm Megan. I'm timeless. You should never get on a boat with a man. It's honestly a nightmare I didn't even know I needed to have. There's a machete with your name on it. Don't worry, this will go down. My body heals fast and we will be turning up tonight. I don't know why there'd be rivalries. Like, we all need a lunch table at the age of 50. <laughs> you think I wanted Jody to die? I didn't want that to happen. Listen, what happened to Jody was an accident. The situation that led to that happening, that was all on you, not us. You always trying to set some off, Simona. We were in, we had crossed. But you had to push it further. That was on you, not us. We were sisters. Yeah, we were and now we're not. Valerie. How about you stay on my way this weekend? You give me money. Stop drinking my $100 bottle of wine like it's 40. Hello, and welcome to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am Megan Gailey. I'm trying to figure out what to do with my hair because it's (laughs) Naomi's giggling. And I almost sent her a message today going, I'm going to look terrible. You're going to be so excited. And then I get on and she's got like a gorgeous blowout, a fresh cut. (laughs) I asked, are you in a luxury hotel? She said, no, it's my bedroom. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is, Megan's really playing it up because, you know, I don't have her sense of style or decoration. You know, I can't, I I cannot decorate. No. What are you saying? You had a flower arranging party. You could decorate. I cannot decorate. I cannot decorate. Our home is currently being decorated by my husband. (laughs) So what does that mean? That means sneakers. That means photos of LeBron mid-dunk. He actually has better, like, style and taste than me. I did just oh, buy really? us, like, a new bed. Not, like, a mattress. Like, a new frame that has, like, a really, really... I, for those of you that don't live in California, you're not supposed to hang things over your bed here because of the earthquakes. And I find that to be, like, tricky. Because then mm-hmm. it's like, well, you just got this bare bed wall. <laughs> I guess you could have a tapestry. But you know we're not a tapestry podcast over here. We're also not college freshmen. Okay. No. That's where the only time you could have a tapestry. So I got us a, a bed that has like a high headboard. Just try and bring some drama in. <laughs> to zhuzh it up. Yeah. That's very exciting. That's exciting. Did I even say your name? This is Naomi Ekparrigan, guys. And gals. If y'all don't know, you better ask somebody. I mean, my God. We're coming up on episode 100, okay? That's what's coming to you soon. Wow. Lifetime is like, of course. You should have a thousand episodes. Do you know how many movies we make? That's that's what I think Lifetime is saying. But this movie today, though, is... It's interesting. I feel like it's really tying in with your life. Because today's movie is about sorority sisters. Mm -hmm. And Megan... Didn't you say you have a little sorority something coming up? I am getting ready to go on a girls' weekend. One of the girls owns like a lake house. I think I, I think Naturally. I referenced this maybe in a writing session that we've done. And so I think there's like twelve of us going. Wow, that is a recipe yeah. for a murder. 
if not one of the 12, you guys finding a body. You know what I mean? Like just right. a body in the woods. Well, and it's the winter and we're going to like a lake. And yeah. so that ends up being kind of gray. I remember last yeah. week was really gray. Two of the gals, at least, two at least are pregnant. <laughs> last time we, I went with this crew, I was pregnant. Mm. Now this time... <laughs> Mama's going to be living it up. Myself and one of like the girls who I'm closest with, we were both pregnant. And we're like, this time, no sober driving. At one point, she we were like driving to dinner and she had to pull over to puke. So we are going to be woo, woo, woo. It's like, I may just... I mean, just be drinking from sunrise to sunset. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, when you're like, you know, this idea of like being on a lake house, it feels cool to me in theory like when i hear it i'm like oh mm-hmm. i love this but then i feel like in practice i would be scared because it sounds like it's isolated this is not isolated it okay. has houses around us and uh, i can't remember if it's this fr- like all it's my dream to have a lake house and i don't have <laughs> one and i and no one in my family does and like we're always like gosh what if we had a lake house and like none <laughs> of us are making any strides to make that happen but i do have friends that have lake houses and I remember one of them had like a like a hot college guy next door. Oh, now that's a good lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. And so I went to Purdue, which is like a really big school in Indiana. And they had like where the hot hunk was living or staying or whatever. Yeah. He was mooching off his parents. <laughs> they had a Purdue flag. And I was like, that's our in, you know, <laughs> even, everyone's like, you're a married woman. <laughs> like, what? Are you, what's the end game here? I'm like. Just to look at them, just to be like, hey, can you move this Adirondack chair for us? <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to be such a fun middle-aged lady. I feel like I'm there. Like, when you're 60, you're going to be so fun. It's going to be like white wine with ice cubes in it. Yeah, I love an ice cube. I want it chilled. Now, this raises a good question. What is middle-aged anymore? It's got to yeah. be 40. See, I don't allow, as someone who's a, who's going to be 40, and he, I'm not allowing that to be middle-aged. I know! Like, it's like, we're, we're middle-aged. It's crazy. Because, like, I will say this. Some, I was thinking about this last night. And this feeling of, like, I don't feel my age. And right? that doesn't, meaning, like, in my mind, I'm, like, 25. Do you know what I mean? Not necessarily in my appearance, but that feeling. And yet, I'll think back, and I was like, I can't remember. Like, like I was talking about living in Australia, and I was like, oh, my God, that was almost 15 years ago. That, I'm someone who lived in Australia 15 yes. years ago. And I'm yes. like, what is time? Like, I was just like, yeah. where has it gone? What am I doing? How yes. am I living? And I was like, how? It, like, yeah, I just like don't have it. That's ugh, I don't know. When it's put in numbers like that, it's really so jarring. My mom was asking me something about college. Like, I think there was an NFL player or something. She was like, did you go to college together? I'm like, mom, I graduated college. <laughs> so I can't even 15 years ago, 15 yeah. years. Like, yeah, no, that boy who's 26, we did not go to college together. Right, right, right. Um, and, and in my mind, I don't even it's not even necessary that I'm like, I'm 20 eight or whatever there's not even an age but there's not an age in real life either i'm just like i'm naked i'm timeless and it's like no you are timeless you are timeless honey i know what you mean it's so strange but i remember my grandma saying that too like back in her probably 80s where she was like it's strange because mentally i feel like i'm younger right and she's like she'll be like she'll look at a younger man and by the younger man, she was like, at the time, I remember she goes, that Charles Bronson is so handsome. So that <laughs> yeah, tells yeah. You. I love when they're like, he's a nice young kid. And he's like 67. <laughs> exactly. And she was like, 
Charles Bronson is so handsome. And then she's like, I'm an old lady. Like, she was just like, oh, I can't say, you know, even in her head, she's like, it's not until she looks in the mirror and it's like, oh, I guess I'm, I guess I'm older, huh? Right. So it's really interesting. But you know what? Speaking of all this, the passage of time, never forgetting, you and me always forgetting. All right. This movie is about some women who cannot forget, honey. This movie is called Line Sisters. And it is about four sisters of the Alpha Beta Omega sorority who reunite at a Black Greek weekend getaway 15 years after the mysterious death of one of their fellow sisters. Over the weekend, strange and sinister things start to happen, and it seems someone is out to unearth the deadly secret that may tear them apart. This movie stars Latoya Luckett, Kiera Sheard Kelly, Teronda Jones, and Drew Sedora. Hedy, we've got queens, we've got icons, and we gotta get into it. 
So uh-huh. that is that is Ashley and Jody, and they're very intimidating. And they are saying to them, "We see and know everything." And we did get a talk like this when we were pledges. Really? Oh yeah, I remember specifically being taken into like our basement TV room, and then being like, "You little sluts." <laughs> We know what you are doing at Fiji. But it was like really (laughs) great for me because I liked athletes. I liked football players, basketball players, baseball players. And none of none of the girls in my sorority knew any of them. So it was like I was I was an off the radar slut. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Megan, if that's not the title of your memoir, I don't know what is. Off the radar slut colon the Megan Gailey story. Okay, that's well, yeah. Yeah, I like to think of a lot of my slut years as very charitable, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were definitely kind some, to some homely gentlemen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, I was taking people no one wanted. Okay, they're like going down the line of reprimanding them. Wait, Megan, why have you left out my favorite part is when they start singing a sorority song to the tune of Wade in the Water. They do start singing. You know what? Just play a clip, okay? We need a clip of the Wade in the Water ABO song so that everybody understands just how black this motion picture is. I got a feeling. I got a feeling so rose. I got a feeling someone's trying to sink in our sorority. Okay, you can continue, Megan. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. I honestly think I had to sing Wade in the Water in high school. What are you talking about had to? I, I, like... There, it, it's something that like I may have blocked out. I, I, I don't know if I've mentioned on this podcast before. <laughs> my high school's theater department did make some questionable decisions. And so I think we did like a Black History Month program that we cool. were taking around to different nursing homes and performing. <laughs> and I do believe we sang Wade in the Water. Oh, yeah. my Lord. Yeah. What a time. What a time in Indiana. The early aughts in Indiana. This would have been 2003. <laughs> wow. 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 Okay. So the pledges all have nicknames, but real names too. But I'm like, why are they all have these nicknames? They're never really, the nicknames are never explained. No. And considering you like meet them first, like... I find giving them nicknames up top really just confuses who everyone is, okay? Because literally, I was like, who is everybody's names? I was so stressed out, but continue. They all also have, and I have IMDb open because it's like, Me too, I exactly. need to be referenced. They all also have really long names. Dominique, Brianne, Cassandra. And those are lovely names. They're very difficult to type. <laughs> While I'm taking the notes, I'm like, Dominique. Okay, so Brienne, one of the girls is being called out because she said her mom belonged to the sorority, which would make her a legacy. But her mom pledged didn't ever cross over into the sorority because she didn't have the money to join. And that actually really is a barrier of entry. And this was something that was very upsetting to me. What are you talking about? The money to join. So in in my case, our sorority you lived in, and mm-hmm. so you needed to pay dues, but then you also had to pay to live in the sorority. And that ended up being a lot more expensive than if you were going to live in an apartment off campus somewhere. We're talking in the thousands. Your tuition did not include room and board, so you were paying that no. separately, or the room and board would have gone to staying at the sorority? The room and board would have gone to staying at the sorority. Okay. And it would have been way more than if you stayed in a dorm, for sure. Right, right, right. And yeah, more than yeah. if you stayed in an apartment. And it's like, we were in a 
historical house, like a hundred year old house that mm-hmm. they're now trying to tear down. That's going to be a real topic. You know what I said? I said, tear it down. I said, tear it down. I don't care. I don't go there. <laughs> well, the fact is you said the at- they put people up in the attic in bunk beds and there mm-hmm. was no heat. So tear it down. And the fact that that costs more than the dorms is rude to me. You cannot oh, have me so live in some place with no heat and have me pay more. No AC. No, no AC. AC in the summer. I remember there were multiple dads that were like, we're going to audit this place. Because they were like, <laughs> where is our money going to? Like they were, they'd come in and be like, what the hell? But it also is like, I remember there being this discussion during Rush where girls, they'd be like, put your most expensive bags out. Make sure they see we're a designer house. And then I had friends Ugh. that were like, I, if I saw that, I'd be really intimidated. Like, I can't afford well, a coach bag, you know? Like, I'm shopping at Target. And so if I come in here and see Louis Vuitton, then I'm going to think this isn't the story for me. So there is kind of a class war in in sorority life in general because it does cater to, I think, more affluent. But then if you want to continue, you got to you gotta open your doors to, to anybody. Well, but that's the thing, though. This sorority, you know, ABO is giving us bougie black vibes. It's giving us Jack and Jill because basically they're, you know, they look up and uh, Jody and Ashley are like, your mom never made it because she didn't have the money. And they're like, you're a liar. Get out of here. And you hear from... Simona, who they call Set It Off, and I've never heard of a more accurate nickname for a person wow. than Set It Off, because wow. Simona is very extra. And she is like, I'm trying to get in this sorority because I need to, like, you know, I need opportunities. I need to mm-hmm. level up, right? Like, for them, the sorority mm-hmm. is that gateway to more. Mm-hmm. And so they're, like, very, you know... And so, but anyway, they end up kicking Brienne out, and Brienne's looking at them like, why don't y'all stand up for me to the other pledges? But I was like, what do you mean stand up for you? What are they supposed to say? <laughs> like, I didn't know what she wanted them to do. She's like, you guys say something, say something. It's like, say what exactly? Well, I guess it's like the whole thing, which they get into in another incident, is like one for all. So it's like, right. if they're just this willing to let one of their oh, one I see. for all be Throw cast her into the bus. aside, then I like, see, I how see. ride or die are you? Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, Brianna's. is, it's really devastating too, because it's like, She's like, my mom wanted to be in. And, and, right. just, and it's like, who cares? Like, they're like, you lied. And it's like, who cares? Get over yourselves. <laughs> I, I okay. know. Well, this is my problem with the whole movie. I'm very much like, you guys, we got to calm down with all this sorority stuff. Yeah. Now there's four left. Four left. And they're all like, they're going to be, they all recite the pledge. So they're going to be sorority sisters together. And then they're like, okay, congratulations. Now you're, so it's like, you get that they're like in, but they still have to yeah. do one more thing. Uh-huh. So then. Jody, Ashley, and some other sorority sisters, they all walk out these four pledges into the woods. Blindfolded. They blindfold them. And then you see them like laying out a table with masks on them. And I didn't know what the table of masks was for because we never really see it come into play. However, we do see these masks. And they're just like, as Megan called them, Jabberwocky masks. Right. Okay, from the <laughs> dance group. But I just called them, yeah, plain white masks. But it was just so funny. Um, also, you should see the way Megan spells Jabberwocky, you guys. Anyway. <laughs> Um, they get over, they like get to a big lake and then Jody makes them drink water out of a, out of a goblet, meaning dirty lake water is what I'm saying. Okay. I said, you're giving everybody dysentery and (laughs) I don't like it. This is like the scaled down version in the, in the old, the old initiation. It seems like they would have to jump in the lake and swim to this platform. 
Yeah. I would rather swim to the platform <laughs> than drink this dirty water. <laughs> and I'm just, but they were like, we can't do that anymore because someone drowned. And it's like, what? So the alternative yeah. is drinking out of this goblet. And then Simona is like, so you want us to skate in? Because we want the full experience. It's too dangerous. Well, we don't want to be paper sorrows. We want to be respected. We, we want to do it. And the rest of them are like, what are you talking about? And I felt the exact same way. I was like, what are you talking about, Simone? Because you act like you haven't done all this other stuff, what, over the period of like two weeks or whatever it takes to pledge? What do you mean, like, I want to do the for real? It's like, this is the for real. This is what people do now. Let it go. You are in. Right. And then this is when the all for one thing comes up. So it's like, Okay, so you guys are all, so they all jump in. All four of them go, even though Cassandra says she can't swim, you know, and they all have gorgeous hair that I'm sure they don't want to be getting wet. Well, Cassandra says, I don't want to get my hair wet. And Simone is like, Dominique will do your hair for you. And I was like, do we know Dominique could do hair? Right? <laughs> you can't just be out here just offering people up for things. Simone <laughs> is so desperate to jump in this dirty water. And I'm like, who wants to go with dirty ass lake water in the middle of the night? Okay? Yeah. This is how Friday the 13th movies start. If you take me into the woods, day or night, I go, you know what? This is actually not going to be for me. Exactly. And I, I don't even make it to the tree line. I'm walking towards the woods and I go, and I'm out. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Unless yeah, you can yeah, show yeah. me a path and you go, we're going to this team building exercise because I now, for some reason, work at some sort of creative agency. I'll do that. <laughs> Anything else? Why are there young women just running around the woods? I did not exactly. go to the woods. Exactly. I do love, so their pledge class is four girls. My pledge class was 44. Wow. <laughs> Huge. Wait, how many of y'all could live in that 100-year-old house? 90. What? 90 like people 90. in one house? It was like 75 to 85. Yeah. How many bathrooms? Like three giant bathrooms, you know, that had multiple stalls and a ton of showers. Those have all since been redone. My dad definitely paid for that. Not not just <laughs> him, you know, but it was like you're paying you're paying for the future that you're not going to be in this nice shower. I think there's like probably six bathrooms, but like large, you know. All right. That just sounds like a nightmare. I like love the way of I course. asked Megan about being in a sorority like it's studying abroad. I'm like, what was the culture? What would you eat? I just like, don't understand. Think if I hadn't been in a sorority, who I'm like the I'm the drama dramaturg of this podcast when it comes to yeah, sorority it's life. It's true. It's true. I'm a historian. I didn't even know that when I asked you to come do this with me. How lucky am I? I know. That you just happen to have all this information. A true dramaturg. So look, they swim out to the platform, but Cassandra can't swim well. She starts screaming for, for help. Her sisters, the other sisters drag her to the platform. Now, something I've yet to point out is that one of the sisters is named Valerie. And she, and I'm looking at her like, why is she familiar to me? And I said, that's Latoya Luckett, one of the original members of Destiny's Child. I said, Latoya Blessing. That's crazy. To see you out here, to see you working, to see you looking not a day over 20, first of all. She I mean, she's amazing. looking. She looks Flawless. Like she, I was like, you have yeah. not aged in 20 years. Yeah. Unreal. We see her with hair like a, in a bob at the beginning. And then when we get to the 15 years later, she's got this short blonde pixie that is so cute on her. I said, unreal. Not everyone can pull off a pixie. No, they cannot. So they, no. and honestly, the, my point is Valerie's in the water and there she's like helping, you know, they pull up Cassandra and they're all like so happy and they start singing yet another ABO song. And I'm like, I get it, you're friends. But then they realize Jody, one of the older girls, the dean of the pledges, she had jumped in to help when Cassandra was struggling, when she was like, I need some mm -hmm. help. But then they look around, they don't see Jody. 
So Jenny came in the water, and then they can't even find her. And Valerie, like, goes under. She's like, the water's too murky. I can't see anything. They're trying to find her. She is nowhere. Then Valerie and Simone, a.k.a. Latoya Luckett, and set it off, (laughs) start arguing about whether or not they should say anything about this. And Simone is like, we got to protect the chapter. And then Valerie's like, this is bigger than the chapter. And she's like, I'm done with you, Simona. So you see, like, the friendship, the rift, it's done. But at the same time, even though Valerie's done with Simona, she does agree to keep quiet. Right. They all just are like, okay, we won't say anything. And then cut to a vigil they're holding for Jody. It's mm-hmm. clear Jody is dead. And they're all singing, there's now singing an ABO song. And I said, they really came up with songs for everything. And then I was like, is this a real sorority? Or is this like based on a real black sorority? Because I feel like, you know, if someone wrote a Lifetime movie and came up with original music, I don't think so. <laughs> I Let me look it up. I don't think this it's is gotta a be real based, sorority. But it's got to be based on, like, I mean, like the songs and stuff have to be kind of based on something like another sorority. Yeah, I'm sure it's based on um, AKA. It's something like that, exactly. Y'all listen to this song, too. This is the song at the vigil. Now I lay me down to sleep I pray the Lord my soul to keep And if I die before I wait I pray that there's an ABO at the gate I say Alpha, Beta, Omega I pray the Lord my soul to take Alpha, Beta, Omega I pray the Lord my soul to take And we also realize that by keeping it quiet, they mean not within just the sorority, they mean within just the four of them. Because there is an exchange of looks where Mm -hmm. Ashley, Jody's best friend, looks at Valerie very angry and Valerie can't even. So they haven't even told the older girls what happened. They're taking this with just the four of them to their grave. Right. Oh boy. Right. And it's like, you just got in. Like, exactly. And now it's just like, yep, well, so we're initiated now, but I know someone died. What's for lunch? Like, what? I don't get the, what's the vibe going to be for the next four years? Right, exactly. And it's also like, okay, we pledged together, but now why don't we all keep a murder plot secret? I mean, not murder, but like accidental death, a secret. I just got to feel like it's a lot to put on a new friendship. This is a very new friendship, but now you all share a murder. What, what would they, all they know that happened is that Simona wanted to swim. Okay. And they did. And and Jody got into the water and and she drowned. Right. So it's like, I don't even know what this, it's not like they did anything nefarious. Thank you. That's, that's what I, that's my other thing too. I'm like, they didn't do, it's not like they went to kill her. No one, no one forced her in. No one like held her under. No one bonked her on accident. Yeah. So I was like, why can't they just say, we went in the, we, we, you don't know, know. we went in the water to swim and she just didn't come up. And it's like they know that they know that the four of them went in because they're all wet. You know, exactly. it's not like they'd be like, I don't know. It's like how exactly. are you wet? All so right. this is the thing. Okay. So now we cut to 15 years later. We're in a courtroom, and honey, everybody got issues. Valerie with the beautiful pixie blonde cut, Megan said, is representing Cassandra in her divorce, and the judge while. Valerie is talking. The judge is like smiling, which I thought was very mm-hmm. unprofessional. I was like, the judge is way too into Valerie. But Valerie is able to get Cassandra 70% of the assets 
that of a, basically her and her now ex-husband started a company and it was a tech company and fun fact cassandra's nickname was dot com so i guess she must have known technological things oh my god which like never comes to fruition in any way that's what i mean it's like they don't really give you any explanation i didn't even know it was a tech company <laughs> it just it just says like tech something and i go is that because she's dot com anyway wow. so she gets the assets and then they also keep a restraining order in place we also learn there's a custody dispute over their child yeah. so cassandra got a lot going on and we have to say her husband his name is mitch and mitch is trash i'm gonna tell you that right now he's like one of the most volatile intense guys and it's like like <laughs> like secrets in the building he's he's like lawrence the handyman times 100 yeah he's screaming in the courtroom the judge has to be like stop i think the judge is smiling because she's like i'm about to give this woman all this money exactly. this man is nuts and they put the restraining order and then he rushes up and puts hands on her while they're still in the court. Listen to this. You may have my money, but you will not get my daughter. Do you understand me? You think a restraining order is going to keep me away from you? First of all, get your hands off of her, okay, Mitch? I will have you arrested for domestic violence. Do not play with me. You know what? I can't stand you, fake-ass ABOs. And what are you doing here? You must need something, you broke bitch. You know what? I have been called worse by better people, Mitch. Uh, okay. okay. It's like, what? So Dominique is there too. Dominique is played by Drew Sedora, who is a real housewife of Atlanta. And she is there for moral support. She's the one that he refers to as a broke bitch, I think. I thought she was very good in this movie. I, cause I didn't know she was yes. a real housewife. Yes. I thought she was giving us good acting. So I really enjoyed it. And it does seem like... I mean, I love Dominique is like, I've been called worse by better people. So it's like, <laughs> I guess Dominique gets called broke a lot. So the three of them all just went through this divorce hearing together, which feels <laughs> <laughs> close. And and Simona is nowhere to be found. Right. So Dominique takes this moment where Cassandra has just been assaulted by her soon-to-be ex-husband to be like, you know what we need? A trip to Black Greek Weekend. <laughs> I was like, you couldn't wait till we were like in the car getting lunch. Get like lunch. you literally just pivot, just pivot. So it's like, girl, we go on a Greek weekend. It's like Mitch is like right. still visible. <laughs> exactly. Also, my whole thing is like, isn't there a child whose custody is at stake? I'm like, Cassandra, you don't need to go to a Greek weekend. You need to stay home, actually. Things are yeah. a little tense. Because obviously Mitch is not just volatile, but he's litigious, where it's like, you can't be going on a trip without the kid. You got to stay with your kid or else he's going to take your kid. Yeah. That's just a fact. That is the type of person Mitch is. He will take your kid if you decide to go away for a weekend. Okay. So we are now in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Very exciting. And and the kind of prototypes that we're going for here, Dominique, who is Drew Sedora, who is quote unquote a broke bitch, she is dressed in head to toe sorority gear. She's very mm -hmm. raw, raw cheerleader she runs a charity organization and i'm like wait that's why you're calling her broke she runs a women's shelter you're that is insane that's like the best person amongst <laughs> and then valerie is giving us sort of corporate barbie she yes. is a yes, lawyer yes, yes. she has it together she is married she is trying for a baby but there have been some fertility issues Mm -hmm. Cassandra is a mom and who obviously married poorly, but has like a good heart. She's very mousy though. Cassandra's like yeah. shy and low key. Like her whole personality. To me, it's interesting. As of all the people, Cassandra to me felt the least like she was acting. And I don't mean that in a bad way. She felt the most natural as like a person who was just mm -hmm. like, I don't want to be dealing with no men right now. I got enough going on. You know what I mean? Yes. Like Cassandra's really like, I'm just here to hang out with friends. And like, I don't want it crazy because I do love, because at one point 
What I love is that Cassandra, she's like, so this guy invited us all on a yacht, but I ain't going on no boat with no men I don't know. (laughs) She was not having it. I am. Even at having seen all of White Lotus season two, I'm still going on a yacht with men I don't know. You should never get on a boat with a man. Okay? That's literally my rule. I know. I ha- But guess what? I've done it. I've done it. Well, now I can't. No one's going to ask a married 36-year-old, soon to be 37-year-old, who still has some baby weight to lose to get on a yacht. Okay? <laughs> That's just, let's just be real. They will, though, Megan. You know what, Megan? I'm going to get a yacht just so I can ask you to be on it. Okay? Trick me. It's find the shadiest man. Get a yacht. Find the shadiest man you can and go, go ask that woman. He'll be like, do you want to? It won't, He won't even get yacht out. I, I'll put out my hand and go, take me wherever you want, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. You defy the odds. Okay, you being alive. <laughs> I know. I, I really do. I've had some angels. And they do bring up Simona. Simona is like, it seems Valerie's the most estranged from her. Cassandra's like, I called her. She didn't answer. Dominique probably reached out to get a donation. And, <laughs> but Simona is is not in the in the core group anymore. Yeah, they're not talking to her anymore. It seems like what Valerie said 15 years ago, I'm done with you. She meant it. So yeah. again, really fun vibes in the sorority all around. Yeah, there's only so three of so one of them was just like a straight. I don't understand a girl. But then as they're, as they're hanging out, they're like on this patio and everyone's, you know, mixing and mingling and all the sororities and fraternities are around. And then suddenly the ABOs start doing a choreographed dance. You know, and that's a big part of this movie. It is a lot of singing at the top of their lungs and doing choreographed dances. And I think, me, you know, I said you're too old for that. You can do that at 25. You can't do that at 40. Okay? I need you to just stop with all... I mean, when you're dancing in a group, like, obviously in a party setting, it's like, of course, do your thing. Mm -hmm. But then there's, like, a montage where they're, like, on the beach, and it's, like, a whole thing. And I go, ladies, ladies, calm down. They love it. But this is me, because you know I don't understand sorority life and, like, gathering. But anyway, when they're out there dancing, Ashley... The sorority sister, you know, we saw in the beginning, she's like staring daggers at them, mm-hmm. you know, and Ashley, just like everyone else looks gorgeous, has an age today. These women are all looking stunning 15 years later. And Ashley is like, ooh, these bitches. Yeah. And Valerie's like, well, that's the price of staying silent. And Cassandra's like, it wasn't our fault, which is true. So right. it's sort of like, OK, but then obviously everyone else there looks at them as like, those are the girls who those did something. Three. Mm-hmm. to get their de- pledge, their dean of pledges killed. Yeah, because there's even like a whisper that you hear of like, there's always trouble when they're around. Exactly. And it's like, wow, cool. So no wonder they're like, we got to get on this yacht. At some point, Valerie thinks she spots Mitch Cassandra's ex too, which it's like, we do not need him here. Okay. No, we don't. No. Very, very exciting for me. We get on a yacht. They only had it for an hour. They only had it for an hour. Almost immediately, (laughs) we get off the yacht. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lifetime said we've got an hour rental. We're just going to get a quick establishing. It didn't leave the dock, Naomi. I was so sad. I know. I know. I know. You wanted them at sea. You wanted them at sea. But you know what? Lifetime could not pay for the yacht. But you know what they could pay for, as always? A giant, gorgeous home. Okay. Yes. Because the gals pull up to a humongous, humongous house. Palatial. Palatial that very much does look like a plantation. Remember, we Mm -hmm. are in North Carolina. And Valerie's like, no, it was built in the 1940s. And, you know, it's just the three of them in this massive house. And I'm very into balling out in this manner. I saw this. I said, excellent. Stunning. This is how you do it. 
If you're going to go on a vacay, you get a mansion for three people. Yes. And we do get a Real Housewives name drop because she's like, don't be fighting when you're picking these rooms. We also get an endometriosis name drop that was earlier. And I do (laughs) like um, Valerie visibility for women's health issues. Okay. (laughs) So the phone of this giant, I'm not even going to say it's an Airbnb because we can't trust them anymore. No, no, no. Of this gorgeous vacation rental rings. Valerie picks picks up the phone and it's just heavy breathing. Now, if you're mm-hmm. in a vacation home, are you answering that phone? No. 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 Absolutely. But at the same time, you never know because this is the problem. If it is an Airbnb, it's probably the owner calling you being like, what are you doing Text right me. now? Text me. <laughs> Send me an email. Hit me in my Airbnb DMs. <laughs> and then as she's on the phone with this heavy breathing, we see a hooded figure on the porch in one of the white Jabberwocky masks. Yes. Yes. So again, these masks that we only saw for a second where you're like, what's happening is now the only way this killer, I'm assuming killer, because the way they're lurking, I mean, hello, hooded figure in a mask in the middle of the day, yeah. <laughs> they're murdered. Middle okay? of the day. They got a plan. They got a plan. It's bright outside, okay? And do- the first thing we get, Dominique, she's in her bedroom and she's chilling and then she finds a snake in her bed. Okay. Fully live snake. This is the second bed snake we have seen in a Lifetime movie. Okay? And I can't take it. It's honestly a nightmare I didn't even know I needed to have. Snakes are my number one. Like, you know, some people are spiders. Some people... Yeah, I'm, I'm spiders. A, a spider, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll, ki- I'll come to your house. I'll kill a spider. A snake... I am moving away. Like, I'm out of the house. I'm, I can't go in, grab my bags. So then they they have like an animal wrangler there. Like we see a white lady yeah. like grab the snake and carry it out and put it in a bag. Right. right. Well, you say you say this is your terrifying thing. Well, the next moment is my terrifying thing, which is they order Chinese food because they're like just having wine chatting. They order some food. Then the food comes, but the but the person like it's like just left on on the porch. So, like, nobody says anything, which, you know what? That's how it's happening in Postmates. Half the time, I'm like, could you at least ring the bell so I know that you're there anyway? I actually don't like when they ring the bell because I have a baby. I go, drop it and go. Well, I say text me. I say at least give me a text. Anyway, they start eating their food, some lo mein, if you will. And there are worms in the lo mein. Now, when I tell you, when I tell you, I almost died. And I warned you. And they were eating. And like literally, Cassandra's like, I'm hungry. And so like, lit- I'm like, oh my God. And then she like immediately throws up. It's like, makes herself throw up. I'm like, get it out of here. Live worms in the lo mein, y'all. It's so gross. Thank goodness I ate Chinese the day before I watched this film. Because <laughs> I don't think I could do it. I, no. I, I, I'm going to be off lo mein for a while now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. So Cassandra has the right instinct. She goes, I'm out of here. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to be on the first ferry out in the morning. Well, right. cut to Cassandra slept in and she missed the ferry. <laughs> so now, now they're at the grocery store because they're like, we're not ordering food for the rest of the weekend. Even Dominique was suspicious because Dominique is like, wait, did you see a delivery driver's car? You know, at least leaving when you got the food. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's weird. But then as they're talking too, you see the hooded figure in a mask listening one aisle over. So basically following them. You in a grocery grocery store? store? You in a grocery store with a Jabberwocky mask. (laughs) And nobody said, excuse you? (laughs) Nobody said, excuse you. We also learned that Dominique has severe allergies, of course. So put that on the bingo card. And carries an EpiPen. You know know when they name check an Epi. 
it's coming back. Okay, I call it Chekhov's Epi. Yes. (laughs) So while they're at the grocery store, the gals run into some rival sorority members and have this little exchange. Really? You ABO still haven't learned your lesson after all these years? Jesus. Have you not learned your lesson to not use the Lord's name in vain? Because we are not doing this today. I heard the three of you were here. Three of the deadly four. Bold of you. Mm. Heard you rented the plantation with the private beach. Surprised y'all want to be anywhere near water. Ain't y'all out of DPs to drown? Ah, 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 That sounds like defamation. Don't want to do that. If I were you ladies, I'd watch your backs. They say karma's a bitch. Okay, West Side Story. <laughs> It's like we're going to like we're getting sharks and jets in the produce aisle. Okay, and this is this is again this comes back to like are we really doing this? No. In sororities, like this whole idea of rivalries. No, my two like best friends in the world were in a different sorority than me. I'm and like, we lived what? together post college. We all hang out. Like, I'm in a text thread and it's like my four best friends from Chicago, three sororities represented in the in this <laughs> text thread. Like you're over it. Well, that's the thing. You should all bond as grown women who would like to be in a group at all times. I don't know why there'd be rivalries. Like, we all need a lunch table at the age of 50. My friend Francie is like, ugh, Kyle's, they were the meanest to us. And I'm like, I know it. You know, like, she's like, your sorority, those girls were the meanest. And I'm like, you <laughs> are correct. And I am sorry. It now, wasn't me. I was nice. I was nice. Megan, like, as a sweet little theater girl... Why were you in the bitchy sorority? Because it was like the best one. <laughs> what makes like, it best? What's best? Well, the house was really pretty. I think it had a, a good reputation. It was fun. The girls were hot. <laughs> the girls were like, it, there were popular girls from my high school that were in it. Like, it was sort of, there were a, there were a few that were like, these are really good ones. Like, houses are good. Girls are cool. All of that. Mm. But it was... It was not the one I thought I was going to be in because there's a skit day. And so... the Oh, uh, you've told us about yes. skit day. Yes. And, the, <laughs> and Kyle had the worst skit. And I was yeah. like, oh, God, I got to get out of here. <laughs> so, okay, after this Sharks versus Jets moment in the grocery store, as Megan said, the gals get back to the house and immediately are like, what? It smells like bleach in here. What's going on? They get into the kitchen and someone has stuffed the kitchen sink with all of their personal belongings and ran the water and I'm assuming put bleach in the water yeah to make it overflow and ruined all of their stuff the wet bandits <laughs> okay and- I know who we're looking for now Joe Pesci and <laughs> Daniel Stern <laughs> and these are all like sorority keepsakes like uh-huh. you know Valerie is legacy like times two so it's like her grandma's ABO sweater. It's Cassandra's line jacket. Like, you know, Dominique's, she said her, she said my purple and orange thongs. Do you know how hard <laughs> it was to find those? Because, you know, she's giving it head to toe. And they ruin everything. And then, and then they see Jody's goblet. The mm. goblet Jody made them drink dirty water out of 15 years ago is on the counter. It's appeared in the house. It's in the house. So they absolutely freak out and call the police. Yes. And then Dominique also starts saging the house, which I don't know if you've been looking at the internet lately. We need to stop with the sage. How Appar- come? 
because the sage is like a natural resource and all the oh. white women are buying it up. And it's like, <laughs> I think like, I think there's native people that use it and need it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, it's not supposed to be like sold in mass quantities at Pier 1. Okay. <laughs> I do think Pier 1 went bankrupt. So I I don't mean to blame them, but it's like, yeah, we, we live in LA. It, 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 people yeah. have sage like they, like they have cilantro. It's right, everywhere. Right, right. So, they're searching the house while Dominique is also saging. Dominique has a knife. Cassandra has a cast iron pan. <laughs> so can we also just take a moment? This is what I love so much. Dominique, imagine it. Knife in one hand, sage in the other. This yes. is my gal. She said, you know what? We're going to cover all the bases. We're going to get the spirits. We're going to get the corporeal form. We are shutting it down. And so they're looking around while they're waiting for the police. And then they hear a noise downstairs. And they like, go back down. And it's Simona, mm-hmm. a strange Simona, eating a snacks. Yep. And she's like, hey. <laughs> and she is so excited to see them. And they are not excited to see her. And they're like, what are you even doing here? And Simona's like, Valerie invited me. And she reads the text. And Valerie's like, you know I did not write that. <laughs> so someone has invited Simona under the guise that it was Valerie. Then the police show up. And it is two white police, lots of attitude. They're like, this was a prank. And they're like, call us if anything else happens. And the white girl cop is like, we're done. (laughs) Wow. Also, she was like, we get a lot of pranks Greek weekend. And I'm like, everyone's an adult. How do you get a lot of pranks? Also, black Greek people ain't calling the cops. Absolutely not. <laughs> Nobody wanted Absol- these damn it's cops. Like a snake is in their bed. They're like, chalk it up. Another prank. Uh, you know how like sometimes when people have kids, especially, and they're like, this is my one weekend of the year. Yeah. And yeah. they end up getting so drunk and so crazy. And it's like, you're a father. Right. You're, right. you're asleep at a, in a porta potty at a Cubs game. Like what <laughs> happened, sir? That I do think that like. Sometimes adults who have it together go too hard and they and they don't know their limits anymore. That's true. That's true. Well, I'll tell you, talk about limits, honey. While the cops are in here being useless, Valerie and Simona go outside to have it out. Listen to this one. You think I wanted Jody to die? I didn't want that to happen. Here we go. Listen, what happened to Jody was an accident. The situation that led to that happening, that was all on you. Not us. You're always trying to set some off, Simona. We were in. We had crossed. But you had to push it further. That was on you, not us. We were sisters. Yeah, we were, and now we're not. Valerie. How about you stay on my way this weekend? Hey, give me my Stop drinking my $100 bottle of wine like it's 40 Wow. It's a lot, but it also I did think it was funny that when Valerie's like, stop drinking my $100 wine like it's $40. And I was like, $40 is a lot for wine. Not 40. She was, she said, stop drinking my wine like it's a 40. Oh. Because she's like holding oh, 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 it. Stop yeah, drinking like my a Colt dollar wine like it's a 40. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. That makes much more sense. That makes much more sense. No, the, I was having some laughs. There's definitely some funny like moments in this movie. And Simona is one of them. I mean, Simona's energy is wild. She also has Kelly Rowland's hair from. She's the giving up the late- blue. Blue, a blue pixies. Blue pixie. I, I wonder if that was causing PTSD for LaToya Luckett. She's a rapper from Chicago. The actress who plays Simona is a rapper from Chicago who does her own hair and makeup. Like she like, does professional like makeup artist. And I think she was on like 
I think she's on Empire or one of those shows. She felt very familiar to me. She was very good, very fun. So I was like very into that. And she's funny. So Cassandra's cooking and Dominique just starts eating the food right out of the pan. This is me. Wait, but can we talk about how this is crazy that they cut to them cooking and Simone is still there. This is like what threw me. I was like, after that big old fight y'all got into, you still hanging out and staying in the house? You know, Simone is like, I'm here now. I'm staying. I'm here to have fun. I'm not going to let Valerie mess this up for me. Because the thing is, Dominique and Cassandra do like Simona. Yeah. Yeah. They do kind of want her there. But Valerie's just like kind of angry, leaning on a wall. She's in a corner, angry on her phone. Yeah. She's like on a corner just being like, I don't want to talk to her. And then everyone's like, y'all need to talk. Which is so funny because it does have real sister energy where people are just like, because to me, it's only family and black family who will talk about you like you not in the room when you're very much in the room. And it's like, okay, well, go ahead, have a conversation. Like, I'm not here. Rude. Yeah. But they're, like, just talking. (laughs) Dominique is eating right out of the pan and (laughs) has a really bad allergic reaction and, like, falls to the ground, needs her EpiPen. And then later that night, she's all better. Her (laughs) eye is puffy. Yeah, Valerie gives her a stab at the Epi, but then she's fine. And they're like, we're having a sleepover. And it's like, "Ah, first of all, a lot of things have happened. Second of all, you're here for Greek weekend. You guys haven't been to one event. <laughs> and we're now on evening two. Like, you you didn't even yeah. need to go to Greek weekend. You could have yeah. just stayed at Cassandra's house. Yeah. I think for me, you know, they also then when they're all piled in a bed together, which I was like, is this, uh, what's bigger than a California king? I said, you got four grown women. It didn't even look that big. It looked like a queen. But they were all piled in and it looked comfortable. And I was like, how is it possible? And it was literally like, then they all start singing a song, a song we last heard them all sing at Jody's vigil. And I thought that was very strange. You cannot mm-hmm. sing the vigil song again 15 years later and be all like happy go lucky. And then we see later as they're asleep the hooded figure watching the women sleep. Okay, we have to take a break. Okay, Megan, because this hooded figure is in this house watching these women sleep and I need to catch my breath. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, we are back. Naomi, I'm so excited because I was going to say we should take a break too. We are, we're line sisters. <laughs> line is a reference to like the dancing, right? Yes. But okay. then I also believe, I, I also thought like you were all in my line, meaning like we all pledge at the same time. Oh. Hmm. If anybody black is listening, 
tell us. Any black you know, sorority members. Yeah, if you know, if you know the, the answers. I did meet someone recently and they they were black and they were in a sorority and I was like, AKA, and then I was like, is that rude of me to just like guess what sorority? <laughs> you know, like CJ's asked me to stop guessing what kind of Asian people are to their face. <laughs> and and that's, that's something. I I'm, think that's good. That's good. Yep. Listen, if I'm batting a thousand, I don't know why you got to take me off the field, but okay. <laughs> Uh, I have a very strong inkling of who the hooded figure is. I'm assuming yeah, you do too. Absolutely. Okay. There was no one else the hooded figure could be. I'll tell you this though. The next morning, they're all together eating breakfast and they're singing and dancing. And I just, I found myself tired just watching them. The amount of energy they all have constantly mm -hmm. is too much for me. And this is yeah. why I could be in a sorority. Like, I'm not that, I don't like group hangs. I don't like having to be at a 10 for a long time. Everybody's screaming. Yeah. Just put me in the corner with a book. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't do all of that. Because I watch and I'm like, I need everybody to take it down to a yeah. four. Yeah. You know? This is one of those getaways that you end up more tired than when yeah. you arrived. Where it's like, well, I guess I went on a trip, but like now I need a vacation from my vacation. Yes. Yes. So, look, they're out at the beach. They're loving life. They're doing choreographed dances in the sand, popping booties at men. They're livid. There's some muscles walking by. Mm -hmm. Then they're like, that night, they're like back, you know, uh, they're about, they came home, you know, to, to change clothes to go out. And they're getting ready to go out. But before they leave, they Dominique is supposed to check and make sure all the doors and windows are locked. And so she's doing all that. And then there's one window she cannot fully close. So she just closes the shutters and is like, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dominique is like, I tried. I'm like, okay, literally y'all made a point to do this because I don't even know why they still staying in this damn house. Okay. I, I, of I mean, well, they probably already worms, they probably already paid. They're like, we can't bleach. get the deposit back. You can get the deposit back after worms and bleach. Yeah. Snake, if I think snake, snake, you should be able to. But if not, you should definitely be able to get it back after after bleach. Because like, it's like, oh, we've been broken into. This house isn't safe. True, true. There are some things. I know we were like, Dominique, she runs a woman's shelter. How can you be mad at her? She does have some character flaws. As we've <laughs> seen, she is a little flippant. I do like that her allergic reaction gave her a massively swollen eye. And she's like, don't worry. This will go down. My body heals fast. And we will be turning up tonight. <laughs> and this getting ready montage, I like loved. There's yeah. To me, even as like an old woman now I'm like there's <laughs> still I can still be brought back if I'm like in a hotel room in an in a vacation rental with some friends and we are getting ready and mm -hmm. have the music going and some wine that is like like I don't even need to go out actually yeah yeah but yeah, like yeah, yeah getting yeah. ready is so like should I wear this should I wear this and Simona's helping Dominique pick out an outfit like it was really fun and and cute to see that montage I liked it a lot I like them as a group I've, and it's something I often feel when we watch movies that do have black leads and like black ensembles. And it's and I don't know if it's just because I'm black, so you can tell me, Megan. Everyone feels more natural when they talk to each other. Just the way characters engage and converse feels a little more lived in, a little more yeah. relaxed, a little more believable for me. And I don't know what that is. I think it may be that in real life, they're, you know, I think black women probably have a stronger camaraderie and bond than two random white women that meet each other. Because it's like, what is our shared experience 
white skin. Uh, Taylor <laughs> that's true. Swift. That's you know? true, though. Michelle Buteau, hilarious comedian Michelle Buteau, used to do a bit about, you know, being black in the audition waiting room and how, like, you put mm-hmm. three black actresses together. We start trading recipes. We do it a prayer circle. Everybody is just, like, into it because you're like, oh, we're in this same thing together and there's so few yeah. of us. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, yeah, because like, the actresses get together. And it's like, girl, girl, girl. You know what I mean? And it's like besties. So it's just so funny. And that's, I think, white girls, that can happen. But it's not as it's not as like a guarantee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, white women are a liability. They're a liability. That's a stereotype. And if you don't like it, please reach out to me in my DMs. <laughs> don't DM me nothing. <laughs> I don't. I'm not here for feedback. Okay, so our gals, our gals finally go to their first Black Greek Weekend event. They've finally, been there finally. 48 hours. They've, <laughs> they've been there three full days. Yes, and they're finally and they've going. done nothing with the rest of the Black Greek community. But they get there. There's dancing. And there's a, a hot guy who is into Cassandra. And then they're like, oh, he's that hedge fund guy from CNN. I thought that was funny. I know. <laughs> He chats her up. They're flirting. And then he's like, weren't you with that girl who died? And I'm like, that's really weird flirting, sir. I know. I know. Don't bring up. And then he's like, he's like, I lost someone in my fraternity. And then they're like, I'm sorry. And it's like, what is this connection you're supposed to have? So quite fr- frankly, I'm not even loving this guy for her. This is not a no. fun flirt. But no. I will say I didn't appreciate it when Mitch storms in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, what, uh, what are you doing here? What am I doing here? What are you doing here acting like um, a thought? I have it, I have it. I have a restraining order against you. Yo, whoa, good luck enforcing that shit, okay? Because we're in a different state. Hey, you Yo, whoa, down. whoa, whoa, whoa. What? You need to step away from my wife now. Now. Your wife? Your wife? You have no claim on me anymore. The hell I don't. Is that what you think? You think this is responsible behavior for the mother of my child? You cheated on me. Did you forget that? You need to come to your senses, okay? Be a responsible adult and give me another chance. Who is with the child? Thank you. This child y'all fighting over. Mitch, you seem like you hate her. Thank so he you. cheated He cheated on her and now he wants to get back together. And it's like, all we see you do is yelling at her and assaulting her. And exactly. He's the craziest type of guy who's like, you made a mistake. Get back with me. It's like on the spectrum of the guy, you know, when you're walking, a guy on the street who tries to flirt with you. And then when you ignore him, he calls you a bitch. Yes. And you're like, Mitch. yeah, I made the right choice. <laughs> like, to not have a conversation with you. That is Mitch. Mitch the bitch. And so thankfully, the sorority sisters intervene and are like, Mitch, go to hell. Get out of here. Okay, but my favorite is what Simona does say, there's a machete with your name on it. And I said, see, that's why you get called set it off. You get called a machete. A machete with your name on it. I said, yeah, you set it off. You set it off, Simona. (laughs) But I was like, I don't mind. Mitch is terrible. Yes. But then, you know, after this happens, everybody in the party is, again, because... All the other Black Greeks are like, see, it's always something with that group. You know, they're always trouble. So it's like they're getting this kind of, people talking shit about them. And then we see Cassandra go into the bathroom and someone turns out all the lights and locks her in the stall. And then the toilet water starts like rising. Overflowing. It gets all over her. And I'm like, this is the grossest. It's so gross. We've got snake, worms, bleach toilet water it's a really messed up it's like if you're going to harass and scare me can you not make it so poopy (laughs) (laughs) and she's got open-toed shoes on you know like she's in she's in her best she's at this event she's not in rain boots (laughs) and so she's screaming to get out of there meanwhile the other gals they're still back in the party area 
and Ash is like, the truth will come out. And it's like, well, the truth is they don't know what happened. Exactly. She just drowned, which doesn't, which sucks, but there's no friggin' sense to it. So then the girls, you know, Cassandra got out of the bathroom, thank God. But the girls, they're now all in a cab, taking it back to the rental. And they're kind of arguing when a car starts trying to run the taxi off the road. And the cab driver, I will say this was very funny, because the cab driver, perhaps this was his first acting gig. Wow. Perhaps he was not prepared to do stunts. Because his fake, I'm being attacked driving, was hysterical. It made no sense. They're <laughs> and, also all screaming at him. They're like, go faster. And it's like, he's not, this isn't a stunt man. This is just a, a cab driver in the Outer Banks. He's not used to this. I know, but then he's also oddly calm about it. I know, Do you know what I mean? I like, he's like, he's like, um, somebody following us. <laughs> like, he's just like, he's like, I don't care. I wanted to like, be like, What's his home life? You know, like, <laughs> let's let's have a camera go with him. Uh, of course, a camera stayed with our gals. But, like, what is he dealing with? I see, like, a pregnant wife. <laughs> you know, he's just like, I didn't know this was going to be so difficult. Well, he did tr- charge them double hazard pay. And then everyone just laughs and laughs. <laughs> like, I was like, y'all were, someone just tried to kill all of y'all, including this very innocent cab driver. Of course you should pay him double. Also, Valerie... You got $100 for wine. You pay him double. So they get back to the rental. And now, <laughs> did you think the gross was done? It's not because there are dead pigeons on the front porch. Well, what? well, well. Dead birds? Dead birds. And I'm telling you, it's like, I can't tell you how quickly I would have gotten a refund on this house. It stayed somewhere else. The fact that they're still in this house is crazy to me. They just like walk over dead pigeons and are like, let's go inside. So they get in, they hear noises. And they're not going to call the police because the police have made it very clear they don't want them to call. Right. And so they go to investigate upstairs what the noise is. And, of course, it's the window flapping open that Dominique left. And she's like, that is my bad. And Simona was like, you have one job. And I'm like, fair (laughs) enough. Okay, how is the shelter doing if you can't even close the windows in this house? Okay? Yeah. But anyway, just if you think that's bad enough, we see Mitch lurking around outside the house, staring at them through the window. And I'm like, oh, Lord. But then the hooded figure in the Jabberwocky mask attacks Mitch. And as Megan said in her notes, I like that at least. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, listen, if you're going to attack someone, Mitch isn't a bad candidate. Yeah, absolutely. So they go outside to check noises. But then they leave Cassandra inside by herself and don't tell her that they went anywhere. <laughs> I know. It makes no sense. I'm like, you can't, you can't, with everything going on, you cannot just exit and not tell anybody. So Cassandra is like getting ready for bed. And she like comes down her pajamas and is like, hello? Hello? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> and uh. she's hearing sounds. And then suddenly someone throws the goblet, you know, that uh, Jody's goblet through the window. And then all the other women come rushing in. And Cassandra's like, we got to get out of here. But then she gets a text from Mitch. That he's like, I need to talk to you. Come meet me by the water. But instead of Cassandra going out, Simona is like, you know what? I'm going to go talk to Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) But then I love it because Cassandra, my favorite moment, I think, was Cassandra's like, take this knife. And Simona's (laughs) like, what I need that for with Mitch? Like, she's like, Mitch ain't doing nothing. Simona could take Mitch for sure. But it's also like, stop trying to give Simona like a murder charge. Y'all trying to put Simona away. Don't give her a weapon. Wow. And tell her to go after people. Simona's like, she's like, what am I doing with that? Mitch's ass. <laughs> like, it was so funny. So Simona goes out. She's like, Mitch, 
at one point she goes, bitch, I mean, Mitch, sorry. <laughs> and she's walking in the woods and then she gets attacked by the hooded figure. Okay, so then when Simona and Mitch don't come back, Cassandra's like, now I got to go out. So she goes- <laughs> And she's like, I'm going to face Mitch once and for all. It's like, yeah. okay, Cassandra. Cassandra, <laughs> babe, I you're know. a bit of a pushover and like you're a little too weak and I don't even understand why you went Mitch's ass in the first place. I just don't think we need to send anyone else outside. But she goes outside barefoot, which That's I insane. found That's to insane. be crazy. A bougie black sorority sister would not go barefoot in the woods. Not, <sighs> not, not, no, 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 no. No, and no, no, And she no. finds Mitch dead on the ground, and then she's attacked from behind by the Jabberwocky and chloroformed. <laughs> chloroformed her. Chloroformed her. Okay. Now, how do you spell Jabberwocky? Well, they spell it like their fun way. They're like, I think it's like Jabba, W-O-C-K. No. You know what I mean? Like, they're having fun. And I spell it Jabba Walkie. <laughs> Jabba Walkie is the um, Jabba Walkie's J A B B A W O C K E E Z. What? <laughs> Jabba Walkies. Yeah, they're doing a lot. And I spelled it J A B A W A L K I E. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Like a like a Jabberwocky talkie. Yeah, but I got I got chloroformed to smell yeah. correctly. Okay. Well, we watched enough of these movies for you to get chloroformed. So now everyone is missing. Right. Um, we got Mitch, Simona, and Cassandra gone. So then Valerie and Dominique go outside to look for everyone, and as they walk out the door, they get locked, and then the power goes out. Yeah, locked out of the house, pitch black. So they're freaking out, and it's like I would have been freaking out day one. So they're like, let's run around to the front. So they run around to the front, and then right as they get there, a gun is pulled on them by hooded figure with the Jabberwocky mask. Cut to all four ladies tied up inside the house, at which point I just, you know, I take issue. It's not possible for any one person to drag all four of those bodies and then place them in chairs and tie them up. You can't. You can't. You got to be superhuman, okay? These are thick women. These are grown women. You ain't bringing all four dead weight. Mm -hmm. knocked out people are not easy to carry. Yeah, I wonder if she made Valerie and Dominique carry Simona and Cassandra. Interesting. I hope- holding the gun on them. I don't know. Let's see the deleted scene, okay? But then the masked figure then goes on a tirade. Listen to this. Have you always done all you could to take care of your sisters? I've been there to support them. <laughs> Have you- you let Cassandra stay with Mitch, you knew he was no good. But you didn't have her back. A real sister would have talked her out of him back in college. Some people have to learn from their own mistakes. You thought he was a mistake? Even back then? I killed him for her. I did that. That's what a real sister does. You have each other's backs. Instead, you treat Simona like a stepsister. Uh-huh. Blaming Simona for Jody's death. When you should have stopped the line from going into the water when Cassandra said she couldn't swim. You mad at Simona for something you could have easily avoided. But you didn't. <laughs> sisters. You're not sisters. So now you can tell this is a woman, but it's like, I am not Ashley. What are you talking about? But she starts to read every single one of them, points out why they're all terrible. Mm -hmm. But then mm -hmm. she reveals that she seduced Mitch to ruin Cassandra's marriage. She's like, do you know how easy it was to sleep with him? 
And, and, and it's and, like, which well, to me says, I think Mitch was probably having multiple partners. Well, it's absolutely. No, Mitch yeah. is trash. But I was like, this is very big when you're both like, you know, like you, you, I don't know, sleeping with someone's husband to then break them up to then, it's like, oh, this is complicated. No, and then, and, and well, and, and then the snakes and the worms and the pigeons and the running, it's like, I, I'm, I'm truly shocked that this, this hooded figure did not have an accomplice because yeah, it exactly. seems almost impossible. Yeah, to do everything that has to happen. And then Simona, classic set it off style, you know what I mean? To be to be tied up in a chair. And it's like, take your mask off. Tell us who you are. And Megan, you and I were not surprised Mm-mm. when the mask came off and we saw Brianne, the girl that they didn't stand up for at the beginning, which I'm almost like, you guys, did you ever think about her? <laughs> Did you ever wonder what she was up to? It turns out it being kicked out of the sorority ruined her life. Which I, you know what, which I'll, which I will say, she says, she's like, they, she dropped out of school. Her life went off the rails. And as Simona says, that sounds like a personal problem to me. Wow. I agree. I agree. I say, honey, you know why, Megan? There are other sororities. There are other things to do. There's There's no reason. There's There's uh, there's no reason not getting into the sorority should have ruined your life. But it is also weird, too. Valerie's like, you lied. And it's like, Valerie, who cares? Like, what are you talking about at this Well, point? Valerie's a legacy. She's, like, obsessed with it. It's probably given her all of her it's value. Just, you know? It's like, why don't you level with this gal who wants to kill you? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. So then she whips out Jody's pledge paddle and says she was there that night. And then we flash back to the night of the drowning we see Brienne, who's watching from the bushes after she was just thrown out. Mm-hmm. And then she got into the water and she wanted to hurt one of the four friends. But when she saw Jody go in, Jody's who kicked her out. So she grabbed Jody, held her under the water, and killed her. And she thought by doing that, it was going to end the sorority, right? They'd be broken up. But because those four girls covered up what happened, and again, why would you cover up an accident? Anyway, right. because it got covered up, nothing happened to the sorority. So this left Brienne with no choice. This left Brienne with no choice but to get them all together for Black Greek Weekend so she could do some hazing of her own. 15 years is so long to like, I'm like, <laughs> well, this is why she could do these elaborate plans because <laughs> she's had a lot of time. I'm like, you had sex with Mitch. You did like, what is your day job? Like, what, what's your day to day? Well, her her life went off the rail, so we don't know if she has one. You know right. what I'm saying? True. I mean, I don't even know how she got to the Outer Banks. Maybe she was hopping train cars. Okay? So then she blindfolds the four of them in a, in a parallel to the beginning of the movie, walks them onto the dock of this house, and she yells at Cassandra to jump in the water so they can all watch her drown. Because as you remember, Cassandra is the one that can't really swim. Yep. And Brienne holds a gun on the rest of them. And yeah. Cassandra's like, it's okay. I'll do it. I'll do it. So they're Cassandra like, no, jumps. No. I know. And they're like all screaming, <laughs> but no one goes in after her. So Brienne no. is like, y'all are terrible. Like, I can't believe it, you know. But she's got a gun on them. So to be fair, you know what I'm saying? And she's yeah. at very close range. So it's not like she was going to miss. Cassandra did jump in. I, yeah, I she jumps, sure but she's saying that like that the, but the girls, but no one jumps in after no, her. And no, Brienne is like no. giving them shit. But I'm like, well, you have a gun on them. You're at close range. What are they going to do? And then, you know, as Brienne is like mocking them for being so weak and so pathetic, just then Cassandra pops 
pops up behind Brienne, hits Brienne with the pledge paddle and says, 12 years of swimming lessons, bitch. Yep. Ah! Loved it. Love that. Love that. I don't think it should have taken you 12 years to learn to swim. Wow. However, I do love that you had a weakness and you said, why don't I just learn to swim? Because, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, Black folks, we got to be out here. No, we got to learn how to swim. We got to do decathlons. We got to be able to survive. And it's like, you did all this research. You know everything about them. You cheated with this woman's husband and you didn't know that she had learned how to swim. <laughs> I don't know. That seems like that seems like something you should have had in your docket. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this time they're like, we're going to call the police and we're going to tell the truth this time. It's like, I think you can also tell the truth about Jody now. That's what I'm saying. This is the, and this is why like, I'm like, I'm like, but y'all never killed anybody in the first place. Because basically, right. you know, Brienne's in the water. They couldn't find her. And so it's like, you know, it's like, is she here? Is she not? But they're like, we'll just tell them what happened. Because it's like, yeah, nothing. Like, because here's what I'm wondering. Like, is Jody missing do they never find her body in the lake you see what i'm oh, saying yeah i'm guessing they did find it because it was Someone like found a, it it was a little pond and she went in it so then it's just like yeah jody drowned okay anyway look i'm getting hung up on the details i know i know cut to a hospital where valerie looks stunning for someone mm-hmm. who has just given birth to a baby girl so wow. fertility troubles are over so again also this lets you know some time has passed so we got to be talking yeah. at least a year and Simona shows up a little late. Of course, Cassandra and Dominique are already there. Cassandra's there with her daughter. So you know she got the custody. If she's like, you come with me to the hospital. Okay. And Simona shows up a little late because that's Simona. But she come with balloons, a teddy bear, and some liquor. So you yep. know, Simona's still fun. That's a good friend. She's a real one. And obviously, Valerie thinks she's a real one too because Valerie names her baby Jody Simona. That's so they all wild go to me. To <laughs> Because it's like Jody was mean to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah, did yeah. pass away and it was very tragic. But it's like, and then Jody's friends were mean to them for years yeah. too. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I and it, she seems very close to her mom and grandma. I would have thought maybe those were on the table. <laughs> what do I know? Well, so they all have a little drink. She also bought something that was non alcoholic for mom, for Valerie. So they all like cheers and then they sing another ABO song. And say this moment i'd really be off of sororities if i were them after going through all this i would really kind of be like you know what maybe this obsession with sorority that drove a woman to terrorize and kill is something we leave yeah something we leave behind and i wonder like once ashley and the other friends of jody found out the truth were they like why didn't you just help like yeah, it's still. It, yeah, I don't know. Okay, but I know that's neither here nor there. Simona s- sort of catches the eye of a nurse who's passing by, who does have a mask on, who looks very much like Brienne. Well, my favorite part is because you see, it's like silently Simona mouths, like you don't hear it, but she goes, "Oh hell no," and she like goes to walk, which I thought was so funny. I love this actress. Yeah. She was like, "Oh hell no, Brienne ain't up in here," and she like goes out. To she follow goes the nurse. out, looks at her, and then the nurse pulls down her mask, and it's not Brienne. So that's the end of the, the movie, <laughs> which leads me to believe that okay, so we have not closed the loop on Brienne. Meaning, no. did we not find her body? I mean, Lord knows, with all of her plans, she must have learned how to swim too. If she could go around drowning people, so she could swim. So maybe she got knocked out and then just got herself to shore and has made a life in the Outer Banks. No, I think Brienne's for sure still alive. Mitch did not make it. 
And yeah. if, if yeah. that's the only death we have, I think we go, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Looks yeah. Like yeah. Sandra got a hundred percent of that tech for now. <laughs> Absolutely. So this one was. We had some unexpected twists and turns, I guess. Yeah. We had some laughs. We had some gags. Yeah, like probably yeah. the grossest movie we've watched so far. Yeah, the grossest terror. The grossest terror. This for me, I will tell you what was grosser to me before was the one where the guy was like living in her wall, like under her bed oh, and like yeah. biting her apple and using oh, her toothbrush. Gosh, like guy. when he used her toothbrush, I was like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But worms in Lomaine will haunt me till my dying day. When you said guy living in the wall, I thought of a different one where the guy was living in the wall. That's how many yeah. men we've had living in walls. Yes. So there was Hyder in my house and yeah. he was he was in the wall. Yeah. Then there was the other one where he was under the bed and he oh, bit into gosh. an apple and then put it back. Put it back with the other fruit. Yeah. And he did and he did use her toothbrush. And it's like, who knows if he also dipped it Ew. in the toilet or something. He was a mess. But yeah, Lomaine Worms is really yeah. gonna stay with me for a while. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, have to yeah. be off Panda Express for a bit. You got well, you gotta be off the express. You really do. <laughs> oh my gosh. Honestly, this was a great movie to kick off our Lifetime While Black series, okay? We've watched enough sorority movies at this point that I think you're an honorary sorority member. Thank you so much, <laughs> Megan. Yep, and you didn't have to get hit or called a slut or drink <laughs> dirty water or, you know, haze, kill a friend. Like, you just got to stay in the comfort of your own home. Oh, my God. So next week, we're taking a break from covering our Black leading ladies to talk about a crazy white lady. Sometimes you have to pivot, and quite honestly, it does fit, all right? Because next week, we are talking about the brand new movie, Gwen Shamblin, Starving for Salvation. Gwen Shamblin rose to power as head of the Southern Megachurch Remnant Fellowship and for her Way Down Workshops. As the church grew, so did her grip as its iron-fisted leader, hoarding money, power, and influence. Now, this movie premieres February 4th at 8 p.m. only on Lifetime. So now, if you know anything about Gwen Shamblin, as this movie is inspired by a true story, you gotta get into it. So we will see you next week. Bye. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. And wait, there's more. Check out the new bomb Lifetime podcast, Crime of a Lifetime, where two amazing hosts take you beyond the headlines of a crime and they get into the nitty gritty twists and turns of the story. Mm, that's my jam. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Aisha Jordan. With sound editing and mixing by The Podglomerate. Executive produced by Jesse Katz. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. You should know that by now if you've gotten to this point. You should know that we're the host, okay? <laughs> I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.